0: You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to start out Erotic Thriller Month with Adrian Lyne's Fatal Attraction.
1: You, no trouble. Me, helmet.
0: being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. I was wondering what would break fast. Your spirit. All your money. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. God is dead. Satan lives. The year is won.
1: Fill your Welcome to the podcast. We're your host, I'm editor Brian O'Kens, With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. Good evening, Brian. Good evening, Mr. Callen. How are you doing?
0: Doing very well. Good to see you tonight. Oh, it's good to be seen, sir. Good to be seen. <laughs> we
1: also have with us director of photography, Mike Griggs. Hey, uh, I don't think having
2: dinner with anybody is a crime, okay?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not yet. You gotta get them to have dinner with you first. Oh, <laughs> oh!
0: Challenge accepted. <Ooh. laughs> and we have costume designer
1: Kristen Jones.
3: Hi, hello, hello.
1: Hey, hey! Here we are talking 1987's Fatal Attraction, the number two box office hit of that year. Oh, really? What was number one? Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> <laughs> So basically the same movie. I mean, that's, it's that's a good <laughs> movie though. <laughs> Directed by Litter Demoy, I believe. Really? Uh, did you both of those? Uh, I know he did the first one. I do not know if he. Wow. I, I haven't seen Three Men and a Little Lady since that came out.
0: Wow, mm. man. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 What a weird! I, mean, I haven't thought what about if, those movies in forever. <laughs> right? like, what are we gonna yeah. do next, Curly Sue? <laughs> <Like>. <laughs>
2: I just love that we're starting out on that tone for this. Like this is this is where we're at, and then we're gonna go way way down. Oh man! So have you guys seen Fatal Attraction before? Nope, nope. First time was tonight.
3: I thought this would be my first time, but I've totally seen the ending before.
2: Oh really? Oh snap! Because it's been done in like
0: seven other movies. Or... Well,
3: I mean, yeah, but also I th- I'm pretty sure it's on TV multiple times. The ending, at least, was on TV. I, I've yeah. seen the ending before.
0: I think they just loop the ending a lot. Probably, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I definitely it's seen it on all the Christian it. stations. This is what happens. <laughs> Never cheat on your spouse. <laughs> it, That's it why we to teach purity culture. <laughs> no, a demon will enter your body if you cheat on your spouse, and then you go and kill the whole family.
1: <laughs> We're taking Fatal
0: Attraction
1: and Amityville Horror, and just f- <laughs> combining them into one fucked up movie. Yeah.
2: 100%. 100%. Um, what, I'd watch that.
3: This is like one of those hell house, you know, like a hell oh, house Oh, that's the movie. reason?
2: Yeah. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why they had to move the out. The
3: Halloween hell houses.
2: Yeah. The, the Christian <laughs> Halloween celebrations where they're like, this is what happens when you cheat on your spouse.
3: <laughs> that's what the Christians do on Halloween. Instead of trick-or-treating, they go to a hell house and they're like, yes, if, this, if you cheat on your spouse, if you have premarital sex.
2: All of the this things, Yes. Yeah. Oh, they they show it's you everything. the real scary things. If you yeah. get
3: pregnant out of wedlock, yes, yes. Yep. All you of turn into a
2: psycho crazy bitch. <laughs> you want to murder people?
3: I mean, honestly, that's that's preferable to going to hell, right?
2: Oh, 100 yeah. yeah. percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very loving to uh, show someone this movie. That's what that's what it's coming down to.
0: Yeah. Well, if if you become a psycho <laughs> crazy bitch, then you end up trying to kill yourself, which ultimately will send you to hell.
3: Well, uh, yeah. So there's a lot of. Well, see, it's yeah. like this is why they just save time showing this movie.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's on
0: exactly, loop. it is. It's 100 on loop. <laughs> this is this is this is the Christian version of. <laughs> oh, what's the movie? Ass to ass. What's that? Movie? Requiem for a dream. Requiem for a dream. That's the movie you should show to all teenagers about drugs. This one's about infidelity. Oh my God! And if you watch them <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> they line up in the middle. <laughs> the world's such a dark place. <laughs> it's, try- <laughs> it's time to learn the world, children. <laughs> man, speaking of children, man, the, the poor girl in this one, man, is super traumatized. Like, that's their, that's her whole thing in this, is that little kid. Wait, which one? Uh, Lily, is that her name? Ellen. Or, uh, El- Ellen? Yeah. Ellen, yeah. Ellen. Is she yeah.
3: traumatized? She seems okay. Or are you referring to her I little mean- boy haircut? <laughs>
0: Well, that was pretty rough for the first, like – Because
3: I feel like that's – no, no, no. My sister had a little boy haircut, and she still, like, has issues about it, oh, like, to damn. this day 30 years later.
0: They, they have to give you the first line when she puts the lipstick on her face. You're like, oh, well, be a good girl or whatever. I and legit – un- until girl. they actually referenced, I was like, is this a boy? Is this
2: a girl? They're all okay being in their underwear around the child. Well, I don't especially- understand what's going on.
3: Well, her name was Ellen, and I thought they were saying Alan. It totally students. sounds like
0: Alan. <laughs> oh, that's funny.
3: <laughs> Maybe it was a boy named Alan, and they had to replace him. And so they were like, "With," and then they can only get like a girl actor, and they were like, "Perfect, we can." You got to cut her hair though.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Ellen went through some shit, man. Ellen, Ellen got her bunny killed, and 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 boy, you don't, oh, don't like rabbit stew, Jaren? Oh, I love boy bunny. Yeah, but hold on, because um, <laughs> she
3: didn't see that. Like she was that's screaming, true. like she saw it, like she just saw that her bunny wasn't in the cage.
0: And then mom and dad are fighting, and then like some oh, crazy like breaks probably, in, and then yeah. there's a gun going off while you're in bed, you know? With yeah, but she's breaking totally shit. okay. But she totally gets
3: kidnapped and gets to go on a roller coaster. So like, oh, that's right. And she got kidnapped. Yeah, that kid's got, it is
0: the best she's, kidnapping she's of, of be all time. Fine.
3: Yeah, if you're gonna get kidnapped, that's the way to go. I don't know. She no, got nice ice cream, cream cones, cones. Yeah, right? No. it was good.
0: <laughs> she scared the shit out of her, though. Like she she put her on a roller coaster, man. Like, is it okay to put a kid that little on a on a roller coaster? Yeah, totally. I mean, if,
2: coaster, if she's so, tall yeah. enough, if she passes this yeah. height level and she's allowed on the roller coaster, then why
0: not? Yeah. I don't know. She was with the Guardian, I guess. So Doesn't Yeah. Matter. They don't
3: actually ask you for your parent card. They just assume that that's your parent. Yeah.
0: That's the way it is in the 80s. Apparently, you could just go pick up somebody else's kid at fucking school. I love how two <laughs> fucking teachers at that school were like, you oh, already no, picked I, up your kid.
2: What right, are you talking right. about? Why are you Did you, you dye your
0: hair? <laughs> did you dye your hair?
2: Like, did they not fucking recognize the kid's mom? <laughs> Or like they, there was no like, oh, your sister picked her up or your husband's, you know, somebody like there's no reference to anyone. They were just like, why are you back? That was confusing to me.
3: That was weird. But I will say as a kid born in the 80s, I my mom would sometimes not very often, but sometimes send other people to pick me up and no one ever questioned it other than me. And I was like, why
0: are you here? <laughs> <laughs> What, your mom didn't text you? Oh, wait. (laughs) And that's why Kristen is a
1: well-adjusted adult, because she's like, the fuck is going on with you, adults? (laughs) I do like that the intro scene is like everybody sitting around in their underwear. Yeah. Well, they're they're at home. I
3: actually (laughs) did like it. I did like it.
1: it You don't see that in in movies much, and I I thought it was pretty brave for Michael Douglas to be running around on screen in the very opening scene in Tidy Whitey's.
0: Yeah, but he had he had his shirt on over. Yeah, you know, it wasn't but like it, he, it wasn't like he was like risky businessing it. No, look, it's like, still not you know. it, it's still not flattering,
1: dude. It, there's no way you can make Tidy Whiteys like sexy in any way, shape or form. Hey, come on. Yep. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. I think there's a lot
3: of underwear models that would disagree with you, but I hear what you're saying, Brian. Have you seen Time
1: Cop?
0: <laughs> Have you seen Time Cop?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that that's my whole point, too. That's literally my whole point. All right. <laughs> Yes, I know, I know. I knew what Mark Wahlberg did from before he started rapping with the Funky Bunch, too. That's also my point. Oh,
0: he, oh the Funky Bunch. Gross. <laughs> I don't even think I noticed that he was wearing <clears throat> underwear like that. Like, like that didn't register with, that he was in his underwear until you brought it up to me. And on, a, and on a second view, I was like, oh, yeah, he is rocking around in the underwear. But his, his shirt covers enough. It's no, but, but they're all, like, in
3: their, like... I guess was this before they had loungewear? Like, they were all no, wearing, they, like, they, oversized T-shirts and underwear, which is totally fine. Like, that's what, I mean.
0: They were getting ready to go out. So, like, he hadn't even got you know, fully dressed yet. And then, like, you know, yeah. his wife's getting dressed. I mean, it's just, they they were in process. Mm-hmm. It's just the little girl was wearing, like, a fucking dad's T-shirt. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She was great uh, in the movie, man.
1: Like, usually kids... Kids can derail a film quick, man. Just oh, bad Dude, fucking line reading, but she nailed it. Dude, yeah, that she, long that long conversation she, she does, lot, does yeah.
0: on the phone with the fruit roll up.
2: Oh my god. Well she's messing with the fruit roll up the whole and, time. And
0: on the phone and all that. Yeah, yeah, I was like, How the fuck did they get this shot? <laughs> that was
2: fantastic. Yeah. Like
0: wow.
1: And she's doing the card trick. I thought that was a good moment too. You know, it's just like, oh, you know, it's like, who, who the fuck, who, who found this little kid, man? And like, oh, yeah. why was she not in like a shit ton of movies after this? I cannot.
2: Well, she was in, um, um fuck, the Christmas movie, the National Lampoon's Christmas movie. Really? She was, she was the, the little daughter from, from the brother-in-law that comes and, and is she the one?
1: Oh, uh, you know, you're he- talking about Randy Quaid's character?
2: Yeah. Randy Quaid's, Randy Quaid's daughter. The little one that's, like, super cute and, like, just really, really sad because she just doesn't have – they don't have a house to live in or whatever. <laughs> and he has that one little interaction with her at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning when no one else is up.
1: Uncle Clark, same, Santa Claus, Same little girl. <laughs> Holy shit. I did not – oh, man. Kids change yeah. so quick, bro. God,
2: I didn't even yeah, realize man. that was her. That was, like, two years later, too. I think she was nine in this and then she was, like, 11 in that. Obviously playing younger. Really?
1: Well, according to her IMDb... All the performances were very solid. I wasn't just a little kid. Like, fucking Michael Douglas, this this is probably one of his best performances. Now, I, I know he won the Oscar for uh, Wall Street this same year and wasn't even nominated for this movie. And, like, I get it. Wall Street's the more, like, showy performance. Greed is good, you know? Uh, his, yeah. his big monologue speech, but... The, the reaction shots when things are happening, and you're just like looking at his face, and you you can tell everything that his character's thinking. And then when the camera mm-hmm. holds mm-hmm. on Glenn Close, yeah. you can tell what she's thinking. Very nice.
3: I agree. But. I will say the whole time I was watching it, there's like like, one scene where he's standing on the street of New York and he turns and I was just like, I don't get the appeal of Michael Douglas. He's just like some (laughs) doughy middle-aged man. Like what is happening here? Like he's like supposed to be some sex symbol. But I will say purely by coincidence, I happened to find an article that said um, the producers thought he was too fat in this movie and they were upset with how like doughy he was and they made the costume designer tell him. (laughs)
2: The costume designer had to tell him because they, up they the tell movie.
3: well they, they they try to bring the costume designer in on it because you know his clothes the about the clothes and she's like no like his clothes fit him. like I'm not gonna do it I don't know what to tell you but she ended up telling him because uh, he was like hey has anyone seen the dailies? Uh, And no one responded. And uh, apparently uh, Ellen is the costume designer and apparently her face gave it away and he was like, what do you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's when she was like, they think you're too fat or whatever she said, something like that. But it was basically that. And um, so, yeah, I think he does actually kind of slim up a little bit.
2: That's crazy. I can't imagine telling a fucking A-list actor. Yeah, you're not doing it for this. Like what's going on? Well, I no. I that mean, to
0: Christian Bale once.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was this before or after The Machinist? <laughs> Probably during.
1: <laughs> Michael Douglas at this time really wasn't an A list actor. He'd only his real big hits were. Really? Uh, yeah, he did *Romancing the Stone*. *Romancing and Jewel the Benham. Stone*.
2: Yeah. I mean, his dad was the one who got him into Hollywood in the first place, so you know.
1: Well, he had won an Oscar uh, before for producing. Uh, he did one. He produced one. *Flew Over His Cuckoo's Nest*. Really? Yeah, and like he produced *Starman*. Before this, we covered oh, that. Yeah, on the that's podcast. right.
2: That's right. So, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: that's what uh, I thought. He was, he was producing, like in
2: while he was also acting at the same time. I didn't realize he got into producing first and then went into the acting side.
1: Yeah, I forget what the was it China Syndrome with Jane Fonda. I think is the mm. one he he produced and acted in. It, it is kind of weird that somehow he did get labeled as a sex symbol, but I think that's just because he's in these erotic thrillers.
3: I think it's just because it was the 80s and there were a lot of like weird-looking sex symbols at that time. <laughs> you know it's true.
1: <laughs> Anne Archer is the only one that I would consider like classically beautiful. Ann Archer is gorgeous in this movie.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yes, Holy yes, shit, I man. Agree.
1: Yeah, Glenn Close, I
2: don't understand at all. Like, maybe that's just either. my preference, but I'm like, well, I don't get it, man. I'm honestly, like,
0: what?
3: <laughs> I was trying. I don't think Glenn Close is ugly, but I think she's not attractive in this movie. And I was trying to figure out, like, maybe it's her hair. And it's not like, I don't have a problem with her curly hair, but like, there are times where it's just like sticking straight up and yeah. it just looks so unflattering. I don't understand. And she's, I mean, she's, she's, be- it's not that she's ugly, she's a beautiful woman, but I, and, Anne Archer,
2: the the Beth, Beth. Ann Archer is she is gorgeous, man. Gorgeous, That's, yeah.
3: yeah.
2: And there are so many like flattering shots of her, especially in that opening scene where they're all getting ready or whatever. Oh, I'm man, like, yeah, like it's such a perfect setup of like, yeah, no, they have a they have a fantastic life. Here's a beautiful wife, a beautiful child, a nice home. They're all very comfortable together. There's there's nothing like there's no reason for him to be looking for anything else. So, I, yeah, I think that's he's a, great, a, dick. I yeah, that. a <laughs> great I love that. I love that. I love when Glenn
3: Close several times is like, why are you here if you have such a good life? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Man. Yeah. He just took advantage of a situation that, uh, that you know. No, 100 percent. His so, wife's out of town. Yeah. She's
2: like, you uh, you want to get out of here? And he's like, yeah.
0: And then she she fucking tells him. She's like, look, we're both adults here. I, we, I, we, yeah. we know what this is, you know. Yeah. She she kind of baits him at the at the on the on the front end a little bit there. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Given those like sultry eyes. Can you be discreet? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what she's like. She's like she's like she's like, "Can you be discreet?" So can I? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, okay, so
3: one of the things that the movie like I doesn't really uh, I mean, she clearly has a mental illness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean <laughs> that was one of
2: my notes actually. It's, it's...
3: <laughs> the movie like kind of like glosses over that very, very quickly. But I mean, she's clearly mentally ill.
1: Wait, hold up. What do you mean they gloss over it? I don't. I feel I don't like the whole movie like they... is is no. soaked in it. Well, well, I mean it's soaked in it's, her
3: craziness, but yeah. like I feel like it comes off and okay, before I ever saw this movie, I didn't realize I guess that she was mentally ill. I just thought that like she was crazy and I will, you know, separate the two terms there. Um, like a psychopathic killer kind of thing. Like you don't want to end up with her kind of thing, which I mean but but like watching it, I'm like, Oh, she clearly uh has I you know has has something, some sort of trauma. <laughs> Some sort of trauma-related mental illness. And they didn't really have treatment for that in the 80s. So, yeah, I guess, actually, what are you going to do? But, I mean, God. Oh, oh, and I saw an article or uh, uh, an interview with Glenn Close, and she said this is not in the movie at all unless I have totally missed it. But she said that her backstory was that her character had been – molested by her father and that's why what? she was so screwed up yeah well, yeah no,
1: she went to go see some shrinks and psychologists and that's what they told her like yeah her and then
3: she discussed it be, with yeah. the director and the and that's what they agreed upon at least that's what she said in the interview that i saw i don't know if that's interesting true. so but she's yeah, chasing I, a father well in the, in
1: the movie they bring up her father like in that park scene and he, yeah
3: yeah it oh, turns out that that well, story is true no. when you see the yeah
0: news article. he died of a heart attack yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't really think we can count that, but okay, maybe if it's true. Because I when
0: guess. he flips through the, the book in her house, <laughs> he somehow finds this fucking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they have a
2: nice close up on the date, and, and from her actual birthday, like Glenn Close's birthday to that day, she would have been seven or whatever she said she was in the park.
3: Yeah, seven. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that park scene so fucking much. God, I love that park scene. <laughs> That handheld camera, like just hints at like oh, all dude. of the tension and all the bullshit that's about ready to come, and it, mm. it's it's just so nice, dude. It's just it just it's building tension in this supposed happy moment, and when you get that little, the fake heart attack scene, like right afterwards, it's just like, where the fuck is this movie gonna go? What is gonna fucking happen? This
0: is all gonna be bad. I love the <laughs> shot of the dog with with the handheld where they're in the dog's yeah. face and they're and they're running. It's super close up. It's And it's so fucked up that the dog is there. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you why you family the family yeah, you bringing the family okay. pet. you brought the family pet. What the I
3: fuck are you that doing? I thought that
0: the first time <laughs> like I, I watched
3: you. it again, when yes. I watched it the second time, the mom, the Beth uh Ann Archer was like when she's leaving, she's like, "Please don't forget about the dog. Please don't forget to take to to walk the dog." Did. So, like clearly he doesn't care about this dog and he's like oh shit you're here and i need to walk this fucking dog like i think i feel like it works out perfectly uh, uh, the fact that he just doesn't care about the dog which should yeah. be a sacred family <laughs> pet yep. thing yep. is not really
0: yeah it gets in, it gets in the way the dog gets in the way of him having sex with his wife on the first night there you know he comes home and she's like you got to fucking walk the dog and then when, she, when he comes back from walking the dog the kid's, the kids in the bed. Damn it! Yeah. So close. Yeah. Ah. And then, the, then he lets the dog like starve for like a whole day, and like yeah. you know, there has to be piss and shit all over that house. Yeah. yeah he comes
2: home and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I forgot about you." Well, I'm going to go do my shit. Like yeah, the dog <laughs> does it.
0: He hits, hits the dog with the door. The dog whines, yeah. and he doesn't take the dog out. Yeah. Like I want scenes of him cleaning up shit. Right. <laughs> like
2: I was definitely like that. Dog has shit all over that house. He is waiting for him to come home. What the hell? But he did reward the dog with spaghetti.
3: Wow. i make you a reward? <laughs> I think that's just more diarrhea waiting to happen. Right? 100%. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> not but his wife's coming home right. later. So, you know, she'll take
2: care of it. It'll be fine.
3: Oh. oh, yeah. And there was that other scene like when his wife comes home and he's like, Oh, I missed you. And she's like, Really? <laughs> Maybe I Maybe should go I should way go more often."
2: <laughs> oh, that's a classic line right there, man. Oh, man. Yeah.
3: And I guess I guess all these little things kind of don't really mix with the the sweet opening scene that we're given. because there are a lot of really happy family moments in the movie there are but there's no, also think, a lot of little the little no I don't think the, I
1: don't think those are supposed to represent like weird moments or like uh the show that they are having problems I think those are just supposed to be life moments like that's what happens in in life like When you have all these responsibilities, you can't go have like romantic, candlelit sex with your wife because you got to take the dog out. And when you come back, your kids in bed. And I don't think those are like problem. It's it's just that's just life, you know. Like that's how people deal with stuff. Well, not about that. Well, sure, that's life.
3: But I mean, like you know, forgetting to feed the dog for a day, or. Uh, <laughs> i mean there's there's
1: times in your life where your dog is locked up, and i mean dogs uh, dogs are shit in all of our houses because we can't get back right away i mean come on, that yeah. that's just how it is unfortunately, dogs are not looked at like you know actual children you you can leave them in your house unsupervised for five <laughs>
0: hours
2: <sighs> or, or ten or you know
0: fucking twenty which is what he did. <laughs> Jared's that like, poor I need dog. That shot of the, the, the
1: poo being picked
0: up, just for vindication of the dog, right? Come on.
1: Close up of poo. Rack focus to the dog's smile. He's like, "Fuck you, Quincy." <laughs>
0: uh, go, going back to the scene where where they're talking about, you know, they're both adults. I really like that. Like he's lighting her cigarette, and then they hold on that for so long, like he's like he's gonna burn himself. Like you're about to burn oh, yourself. I and didn't they, connect that. I like the then, match, but that's a fun little. Yeah. And then after that, they do a dolly uh, and change the. They change the. They break the line. Yeah, breaking and the they, line, every, changing the perspective flips. was interesting. Yeah. It was really I, great.
2: Yeah, that was one of my notes too. Actually, I I found it really interesting that they chose to go from from short side to broadside instead of the other direction. Like it would have been really easy to start that whole scene looking. Into the restaurant and being starting on the light side, and then when it switches, then they're in the dark. But they chose to go the other direction, which was a choice. I don't know if it worked or didn't, but
0: that's how they could get the dolly in there.
2: Probably.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, yeah, I wouldn't want that that diner scene changed at all. I mean, like, yeah, no, it was perfect. It is perfect. God, I mean, damn.
0: I, I like I like how it, how it enters into it. You know, they, uh, you know, they're. They're, nest, they're nested away, and we kind of like reveal them as we come in. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. really, really nice. It's all because of his stupid umbrella. You know, if, if he would have just hung back and like, <laughs> right? stayed like, he's under in that like, alley. awning, and, like yeah, how in hard it would have been area. to just
2: take four steps back into the fucking awning and then yeah. fix his umbrella.
0: Why do you got to run out into the rain and then realize? I mean, like, and you're sitting there fumbling, and it, it would have never happened.
3: I did really like that scene, though, because when he <laughs> turns to look at Glenn Close, there's all of these um, New Yorkers in black with their black umbrellas. And Glenn Close is wearing white with the white umbrella. And she looks like an angel that appears she, um, in front of yeah, him. Yeah, looks really cool.
2: She's wearing white in a lot of this movie.
3: I was I went back to look at it. And um, when she goes out, with the exception of that scene, she's almost always in black. But every other oh, uh, she's the got that black of,
2: leather jacket. Thing. She has yeah. the black leather jacket, yeah. and the
3: opening scene, she's wearing like a low cut black dress. Every other time is in white, and I think um, I was reading the white is a nod to because I guess so much of this is set or loosely based on Madame Butterfly. Uh, Which Hmm. I've never seen, so I can't speak.
2: So that
0: explains why they're talking about it as the. Well, they explain it, and it's a story. Yeah, yeah, they definitely gave some of those things. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, but there. I mean, there are a couple. I actually, I I should look. I'll find the article uh, when we go on break. But um, no, there's a lot of references to it, and I feel like the white, her wearing white, is kind of a reference to that, also because. I feel like in the first initial scene, like like I like I just said, she looks like this angel, this savior, right there. But if you look at like the Japanese color representation of white, like that's death. <laughs> and so I I think that's oh, so interesting. interesting that she's also like it, it's both, yeah. you know.
2: Well, because they met at the thing with the Japanese guy, and they have like the making fun of the bowing and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So it's a really interesting, interesting like and subtle, yeah. There's I like also,
3: that. I mean, if you also want to look into it, the fact that everything in her, her wardrobe is white and her apartment is white and all of that. I mean, she's ve- she's mentally ill and it <laughs> could also like look at it as like her, her, you know, straight jacket and her padded room mm. and her all of that. Like there are there are a lot of like little undertones there.
0: And in that's that, interesting. In that park scene. Like, uh, when she goes to, like, save him, when, when you know, to come to his aid when he's supposedly had a heart attack, uh, she runs over and she lands in this, like, overexposed backlight that angelic, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. just yeah. Making, her, making her hair like fire, you know? Yeah. You know, it looked it t- very totally, cool. That was beautiful. Totally plays into that.
1: I like how they repeat that low angle uh handheld shot running toward Michael Douglas. And they, they yeah. repeat that yeah. for the bunny yeah. at yeah. the yeah. end. yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, dude! Oh my God! That push into the bunny, and that, it's that very similar is... to
1: the the POV shot of the of uh, Ann Archer's car uh, wrecking into the back of the other. What was that station? Oh engine? yeah. Well,
0: there's yeah. there's a lot of really low stuff. Like you know when she's like running around, and I remember like in a bathroom shot or whatever. there's, like you know canted, um, really low, looking up at at people uh, walking. Uh, you know, this this is like kind of tracking style, really low it kind of makes everything feel a little disoriented well
2: they do a really good job switching back and forth between like stable smooth camera and shaky follow handing ca- handheld camera
0: yeah oh like him 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 entering into the into the into the apartment when she's mm-hmm. there like inquiring to buy it his like oh, POV yeah. shot like walking to them like that handheld feel there it just feels it just it just adds so much like weight to the scene yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's uh, that is
1: so beautifully cut too, because like, like when she's like, "Oh, have we, have we met before?" and she shakes his hand, and you get the close up of the uh, the wrist with the, the scar. Oh god! Oh. Yeah. Oof! <laughs> so beautifully Perfect. shot. So perfectly cut together. Yeah. Fuck the editing is so fucking good in this movie.
0: Oh yeah, and they do a lot of these like reveal shots. You know, like like when the wife is coming in, we have the same kind of feel when she's coming in. When when the uh, the bunny's boiling, um, you know, and then that kind of like lean they, they they dolly left to kind of like you know reveal into the kitchen these, these like little beats cut like intercut with the the fast pushing camera going to you know michael douglas running to his child man yeah lot lot
2: of good moments a lot of good cross-cutting moments so many cross-cutting moments yeah starting with the uh the the bowling cross-cutting to her flicking the light on and off Oh, well, dude, she's that crying with the mascara. Yeah, <laughs> just looking at those tickets, listening to the music. That's when you know that bitch
1: is insane as fuck. Yeah, is that <laughs> when you knew? <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, oh my god, she's crazy as shit. Oh my god. Just sitting there yeah, flicking the light that's on That's
2: when it goes from, like, is she bipolar to, oh, no, she might be actually just psychotic. That's fun. Okay. No, I mean, no, like, but see you...
3: that's the thing. It's like, I don't think she is psychotic. I think. I don't know. I mean, they didn't really diagnose her. I don't I don't know if bipolar is. I mean, I feel like she's like borderline or something. Has like a borderline personality. But she
0: cuts her wrists to make him stay. And I love how I love how she's like, she's like, come and say goodbye to me nicely. Right, right, right after he's like, "Look, I've got to go. This is over. This has been nice." And then, and like, I love how <laughs> I love how then she comes up and starts kissing. She starts crying and starts rubbing his face. He's like, "Honey, your hands are wet." And he's like, "Oh my god, uh, yeah." Okay, yeah. that was <laughs> so amazing, beautiful, so amazing.
3: But did you guys notice though when he's talking about Madam Butterfly and how, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when she kills herself in the play? He goes, I was mm-hmm. terrified. It was the only time that my dad comforted me. And he like talks. And so and she just stares at him. And it's like she's sitting there going, oh, that's that's how I can get you. And then like the next oh. the next yep. thing is when she cuts her wrist.
0: Oh, yeah. But, damn, I didn't make that it, it, an immediate connection. Yeah. The, yeah. I, mean, I, I, knew, that's, I, I knew that was the overall theme. But that's why she's crazy. Like,
1: that's not why yes. that's not an example of her like. But no, no, that, but, that this makes her no, even okay, more psychotic.
3: Listen, this is why I'm saying she's not like... <laughs> like,
1: like it's premeditated no, look, like look. suicide. It's not like I'm in the heat of passion. I'm going to cut it's my wrist. No, no, like, no. But oh. that's the
3: thing. Yeah, she's not like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm going to kill myself. It's, oh, I'm going to manipulate you to stay yeah. and care yep, for me. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, again, a mental, mental illness. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it's not like yeah, but I feel like that's the whole thing is like everyone's just like, oh, she's a jilted lover and she's just sat not you guys. But that's kind <laughs> of the general the gist yeah. of it is like, oh, she's just a jilted lover. And it's like, no, like she's totally manipulating the situation. Like this is all a ploy. And and you can see it in the movie, which is another thing, because usually they just kind of hint at it or they're not good at showing it. But they very if you're watching it again, I saw it, I noticed it on my second watch they're very clearly showing how she's trying to manipulate him throughout this whole thing
2: oh I felt it through the whole thing for sure
3: no but through through suicide I mean like not
2: no a 100% like when that shit happened I was like this is the most like manipulative craziness that
0: I've seen in a long time it's those little weird smiles she does when fucked up shit happens you know and, and then like the really scary moments where like like I, I love the this, this shot where they like cut to her and she's sitting on the bed and she's like eating like Oreos and Doritos and wine and ice cream oh <laughs> yeah she, she's got the fucking Hagen-Dazs while well. she's got the phone she's, she's got all of it around and I'm like I'm like I've been there uh, but uh, <laughs> 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 relatable moment but,
2: yeah Operator, but, no, about, uh, the number isn't working it's an emergency She's like,
0: well, fuck you, you know,
2: like, like, whoa. Did you hear the operator say something like, "Oh yeah, no, same to you, lady." Click.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of her being uh, manipulative, uh, what, what, what do you do? You guys think she was telling the truth about the pregnancy? Because we're never given no. an answer, hands down, unequivocally. No, 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 no.
0: He calls. He calls the fucking gynecologist. Yeah, but you don't He's, know. Like he says, congratulations. And then right after like, that, so, he
1: says, "Who knows what he?" he Michael Douglas. Who knows character, what she told him? Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, they, they, he, okay. Yeah, I, I thought that that meant that like uh, he told him that they were together or whatever that, that, that he would that, that he would be excited
2: about. Well, yeah, no, that that is the implication of of the doctor saying congratulations, but also
0: like, why would a doctor like uh, like push her crazy shit? Dude, I don't know. She's fucking nuts, bro. Like, okay, I know it, she
3: fu- it doesn't even necessarily have to be a doctor. She's like, here's this number. Call this number. Like, who the fuck knows who who she he was him
2: calling? She gave a
0: business card, so maybe. I mean, maybe she. Had yeah, a business but she's an editor
2: me. at at like <laughs> a design place. I need to a see a her making house. business cards. <laughs>
0: like,
1: <laughs> I like that you don't know. I I do like that.
3: I was oh, wondering yeah. how much time passed because for her to like like that's like. Especially back then, that would have been like a, a, over what? Oh, no, a, she a told him I'm... like a fucking
2: week later. Yeah, that's what I like, thought. It seems like a week me. later, I'm which means like, that bullshit. there's no, no way, not.
3: unless the timeline is different and it, uh, several months have passed. How, how
0: long does it take to find out you're pregnant?
2: Six to eight weeks, bare minimum.
3: Well, really? Well, no, I mean, they were buying can... a
0: house too. Like theoretically, you up. could
3: find out a little bit before that. You could probably do like maybe four weeks but like not like that with like a home
0: with like not, a home test like but, but
3: i don't know that they had that technology back then though is my thing
0: oh my
1: goodness i feel like uh we're at break point here let's uh let's take a break we're gonna watch the trailer for adrian lynn or adrian line. line sorry i've always heard it pronounced adrian lynn i apologize adrian line tomato potato <laughs> Crosses the line. <laughs> we're going to watch the trailer for
0: Fatal Attraction. We'll be back. A look that led to an evening.
3: We were attracted to each other at the party. That was obvious. You're on your own
0: for the night. That's also obvious. A mistake he'd regret all his life. And where's your wife? Daddy! Honey, oh, God.
2: And
3: you're here with a strange girl
0: being a naughty boy. I don't think having dinner with anybody's a crime. I've got to see you. This is going to stop. No, it's not going to stop. It's going to go on and on. She keeps calling me a partner. Hello? Every time Beth answers the phone, she hangs up. I'm scared, Jimmy. You play fair with me? Do you have
3: an affair with her? I'll play fair with you. I don't want to lose my family. How could you do that? You're scared of me, aren't you? You're
0: afraid. Gunless, heartless, spineless. (laughs) If you ever come near my family again, I'll kill you. You understand?
3: not going to be ignored. Alicia, where's Ellen? She's gone. Call the police.
1: Whatever resentment she's feeling, she's probably got it out of her system. <laughs> what if she didn't get it out of her system? What then? <laughs> Fatal Attraction. I guess you thought you'd get away with it. Well, you can. not <laughs> Alright, we're back. That was the trailer for Adrian Lin's Lane, whatever his fucking name is. Fatal line. Attraction. Line, Lin, <laughs> line, line. L- L- That's a line you will not cross.
0: We need to do a line drill. <laughs> <laughs>
1: line rate. Nice trailer with trailer guy voice.
0: It was trailer guy. Fatal Attraction. They give you the whole movie though. They give you all the little beats. You know, they show they show you the real important shit. No, uh, I, uh, they
1: left out the bunny stuff. Oh
0: yeah, they were <laughs> <well>. <laughs> the one thing. <laughs>
2: I mean, all right, I broke my I broke my rule, and I watched this trailer before watching the movie, and I think it was, like, an hour and a half in. I was like, what the fuck else are they going to do in this? Like, how much more can this movie be? Oh, that's right. She hasn't even kept up the daughter yet. Shit. Because that shit was in the trailer.
0: <laughs> Look, why would you even watch the trailer to begin with, huh?
2: That's what I'm saying. Like, I broke my own rule. You
0: know just, the rules.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're no Batman, sir. Mm. He doesn't break his one rule.
2: <laughs> I mean, it was an it was an older trailer, so I figured it was safe. Clearly, I was wrong. I blame myself.
3: As you should. Don't blame the other people who are crazy in your life. It's it's your fault. Yeah,
2: no, you're right. You're right. You're right. It gave away everything in this movie, even the
1: ending that came from nowhere. Let's talk about the ending to Can fatal we talk attraction? about
2: the fucking ending. Holy shit, man! Ugh.
1: Roger Ebert's... Uh, Was not a very big fan of the end of this film. No. No, he wasn't. Said it uh, devolved into a slasher film at the end. Um, Which was great. (laughs) Not according to him. He was very pissed. I personally love it and think it's the totally right choice. Oh, I disagree. I disagree.
2: Because you sent me the alternate ending, and I loved everything about the alternate ending. I wish that was how the movie ended, because that's the way the movie was leading up to Because when he is in her fucking apartment and they're having the fucking knife fight and he's holding the knife and then he sets it down on the counter, I was like, this bitch is going to kill herself and frame you with those fingerprints on that fucking knife. And then instead of that happening, she comes to their house and they get a bunch of, like, mirror shots. And I was like, what
1: is happening
3: it looked great. What are you talking
1: about? Yeah, it, it was creepy yeah, as fuck. It's... Did you see her stabbing her fucking leg, bro? Like yeah, she's like fuck, she's like yeah. cutting
0: her leg and like walking no, in and she's like no, it was intense.
1: And it she's was like, what are you creepy, doing here? But Likes he like me. But it wasn't her
2: fucking character. Like her character would not have come to their house. Her character would have killed herself in that moment and she's already, fucking, gone to their she's house. already been in their house. <laughs> yeah. She killed the
0: fucking rabbit. What are you talking about? She kidnapped the kid and then and when she brings the kid back and she tells her me a kiss dude what the fuck like i don't know man she's crossing i mean I get all right
2: you're right because that's up there with like her sneaking up to the window and seeing them all as a happy family and then she vomits after that because she just can't take them being happy together so
0: yeah oh, that's it's all that's it's all scene. building yeah it's a good scene i
1: also like that ann archer tells her on the phone like you come near my family again i'm gonna kill you and that's what yeah. she does at the end.
0: I like that. It it, it makes <laughs> Ann Archer's yeah, character. Someone needs redeemed. to have
3: balls in this. Like, yeah, right? Michael Douglas's problem. Come on.
0: I don't know. He, he threw her against the wall and Tony was going to tell her. Yeah, he's gonna once. Her.
3: No, he's just did that to scare her. He it's not. He doesn't have balls. He's just trying to scare her because he knows that she's scarier than he is. Like, look, I'm glad Ann Archer was That's there true. to protect her family. Hold
1: on. He almost strangled her <laughs> to yeah. death and, and had to I, stop I himself. that scene. Oh, yeah, I love well, that scene because okay, there's no
0: dialogue. Right. It just fucking happens. Yeah. And, and it's just play it all in looks. Like twice, twice during
2: that that whole fucking ending scene, I was like watching it, watching it, like into it. And then I was like, oh, three, two, one. Boom. She jumps out to try to kill Ann Archer. Oh, she's dead. She's been strangled. Three, two, one. She's not dead. Oh, my God. I can't it believe it. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying both both times when it happened, like I felt the the edit points that were happening and then I literally started counting out loud and then it happened exactly as I was counting down.
0: Still great like, though. That just sounds like good editing to me,
1: man. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's still <laughs> yeah. great though. Like, like
0: the weird cuts with the fucking eyes with the with the white contacts and and like all those like still water shots with the fucking. Bubbles. I didn't like
2: those water shots. Like there, yeah. okay, there was a couple like from the top of the the tub where you're like looking through the water, but there was like two or three at least that were under that were like through this the wall of the tub or the camera was in the like point of view of like looking into the tub. That was weird. Like was I didn't beautiful. I didn't I didn't appreciate those. That was great. I did like the point of view of like you're the audience getting choked by Michael Douglas underwater, oh, and you like, can see the still
0: <laughs> you can see the still water move, I mean, like the water moving on, yeah. on top. Yeah, that, that was that was, was pretty, those are great shots. Yeah, pretty damn excellent.
3: I do think it kind of devolves into a slasher film, but I think it works really well. My problem with the uh, the original ending, what is now the alternate ending, is that I have two problems with it. The first is that. She sits there, and she's so calm when she kills herself. Like, it's not like I mean, I, I would like I don't know. It, I feel like she should be overcome with emotion and sadness and sorrow. And and Glenn Close tries so hard to say that she is this tra- you know, um, devastating character, and she is. Um, but the, in the end, she's just so calm when she kills herself. I don't
0: really. Well, that, well think of the I shot really that, like that. Well, think of the shot like when when after he sets the knife down. And then she's like leaned up against that little thing on the wall, and she's just got this fucked up smile on her face, and and like the camera's like backing up away from her. I don't I mean, know, I man. She, she's just she she just goes to this like moment, you know. She just like gets she transcends to a super... it. <laughs> no, 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 no. She just gets it. It's it happens a couple times. Like 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 she gets to these fucked up moments and she smiles. It, it, it's it's you know
3: cause she sees know, her next move yeah it's kind of an yeah, it's kind of an 100% neat that's
0: the it the other the Seeing other thing
3: move. i get what you're saying no that's a good point but the other reason i don't like the original ending is because I love that they arrested him and I you know I actually think that's really great. But then she like confesses on tape and the end is Ann Archer going, "Come on, Ellen, let's go get your dad out of jail." And like it's like they're a happy reunited family and I was yeah, like what the that's hell? that's
2: kind of weird. That was bullshit. But, All she yeah. she didn't have to confess on the tape. All she had to do was like play earlier parts of the tape that we've already heard as the audience. If they had just repeated that and there were, and she would have been like this is enough, like that would have been good. Her confessing, I can't live without you, I'm gonna kill myself. That was a little bit of a bullshit ending. I yeah. understand why that part of it didn't work. Honestly, what? I wanted it I wanted the movie to end like as soon as they put him in the car and then like drove yes. away. Yeah. And as she yeah. was walking up the stairs, I was like, What is this bullshit extra? Like this is the movie's over like why are we still doing what are we doing here
3: that if they had ended it with him in the car i mean i could live could have lived with that
2: or even like while she's trying to call the dude and then she finds the fucking tape and she's sitting there flipping with it i was like oh yeah the tape like she could have just been like oh shit put it in the thing press play cut to black like we don't need to hear the rest of it like we've already heard what's on that that's enough we know that's damning
0: even if you do let play like it did i don't like the hey yeah you know Come on, get get your shoes on. We're gonna we're gonna go get daddy. It wouldn't work like that. You're not gonna get daddy. <laughs> that no, but that, yeah. and that's hey, what I'm saying. Hey, hey, like I, I got, got this cut tape. tape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
3: well, and that's the other thing is like I know they wanted like their Hollywood ending and like they wanted you to root for the family, but I wanted to see more. Like, you know, he just confessed to this affair, and Ann Archer's so upset. And
0: that's a great scene.
3: I really wanted there to be more tension. Like, you could have them. Still fighting for their family while keeping that tension. They just kind of go right back to being a happy, loving family again. And I guess they're using like Glenn Close as the impetus for that. But I, it could have been better. That's all.
0: Yeah. In the original, uh, well, I guess the the theatrical ending, uh, it's just, I, I have a weird feeling at the end when, you know, we cut to the hallway and they have their hug and then they leave frame and then it pushes in on the that little photo photo
2: on the wall on the Uh, no it's sitting down and
0: what a great focus pool by the way kudos to the Uh, to the ac (laughs) on that um but killer yeah i was like wow i mean does i know you just went through some traumatic shit but does that erase what happened and then you know
1: what what do you you mean does that erase i mean like it's it's left open-ended though you're you're acting like it's a definitive
0: bookend close you don't know what happens well, pushes in on a picture of the family, so they're going to stick as a family, I guess. <laughs> it's a I happy mean, ending. It's as happy as you can
1: have it, but it's 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 like the pregnancy thing. It's it's left dangling. You don't know the resolution. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I know. I'm 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 not saying I don't like it. I'm I'm saying it leaves me with a weird feeling. Like I'm like wow. Uh, it, I, I, which is good. You I, know, yeah, it, I think that's it, what it's supposed to. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't I don't like the original ending at all in any way, shape, or form. I think it's anticlimactic. I don't think it's exciting. I don't think it's emotional. I think, like, everything that I want in this movie, like, I want Anna Archer's character to step up. And I, like, I want to give her something to do in this movie outside of just constantly be a victim. And then at the end of the movie, like, she is really the only selfless person, and she would have lost everything. Her entire family would have been destroyed. Like there's no vengeance for her. There's no there's nobody she can she can retaliate against. She she can't do anything in that indie. She's just a complete victim. And then like we're left with her and she's watching Michael Douglas being taken off. It's just, I that's not emotionally satisfying. Like I understand it's like real life, but I don't go to the movies for fucking real life. I go to watch <laughs> fucking cinema. Like, I want to feel fucking emotions and, like, yeah, I don't I don't give a fuck what Roger Ebert says. Like, I like the slasher ending. It's the same thing with, like, Cape uh, Fear. I like it when it goes, like, crazy and over the top. Give me that. That's what I want. It's called a climax.
3: Well, I do it, think if they had stuck intense. with the original ending, this would not be remembered and talked about like it is. The only reason it has become such a classic movie, I think, is because of the slasher ending. Which is a great ending. I agree with
0: that, yeah. And the rabbit scene.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That was, the rabbit scene was not on repeat when I was a child, just the slasher and scene. Just the slasher I knew
0: going in the first time I saw this film that there was a bunny boiling scene. Like one hundred percent knew that was. First, I, I was like, I, I was like, when is that I, coming?
2: <laughs> I didn't, but as soon as I saw the fucking boiling pot, I was like, oh damn, she's stuck in their house, and dude. That's such a big pot, bunny.
0: and I love that shot, man. And the exposure is so beautiful, and all of it, the whole every bit of that is so fucking great. Uh, oh, yeah, it's,
1: it's perfect. I love that lamp. When she comes in, she turns that lamp on, and you got yeah, the different goes, colors. She's,
0: she's, she's, yeah, she's yeah, she's turned on. Oh man, excellent. It is good. And for being two hours long, I think it moves really well. I, I think I think there's a, it's it's solid story, especially to be told in such like tight spaces. I mean, I, I like. I mean, I, I just you know, it's they they, they use their locations in a really cool way. I love, yeah. I love all the voyeuristic shots, like down hallways and like you know looking around corners. And, yeah, there's a lot of you, long lens stuff. Yeah, for sure. You never know, like if, if she's gonna pop out or something. And they build suspense because once you already know that she's fucking insane and that that, that she might try to do something to him. There's this great scene, like uh, where after you find. Okay, so it's after she's sitting on the bed and she's at the Oreos and the ice cream and all that shit, and she hangs up on she hangs up on the guy, right? It cuts to Michael Douglas like walking out of a building, and it stays in this like medium shot. It's actually a little bit tighter. It's not not a full a medium close up. And it sticks yeah. in that, and he's like walking, yeah. and then as he start he tries to cross the street, and you hear the car coming, and you're expecting as as a film watcher that this is going to be her; she's going to try to fucking run him over, and it it doesn't ever go wide; it sticks in this like medium close, and the car you see the car go through the frame in front of him, and it it's it's such a great beat. And, like, there's just little sexy little moments like that to help build tension, and it's still pushing the narrative of, you know, that, that he's in danger.
1: Yeah, there's another one with the, the phone call where the, the phone keeps ringing, like, over and over. Oh, I love those. And then uh, with, uh, Ann Archer's, like, painting the ceiling, and the, the phone rings, and she goes to get it, and you're like, what the fuck? And then it cuts to and. It's Michael Douglas on the phone. Yeah. Oh, like, I love oh, that. Oh, my God.
0: All right. Oh, yeah. No, that is excellent. I like when he's moving the table in and they're being real careful about it. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, and then, like, makes it, he like, <laughs> fucking drops it. He's like, no, I got it. <laughs> and the guy, the guy on the other end, he like just sets it down. He's like, mm-hmm. just angry. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's, it's just the secretary. <sighs> it's the secretary, guys. It's the <laughs> secretary, <laughs> buddy.
1: It's the secretary. <laughs> it's like, man, he's really happy about that. Whatever, buddy.
2: <laughs> I don't know the first time the first time the wife answers the phone and like she's like hello hello hello
0: hello oh, dude. no 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 hello I'm, I'm like, like no, she no, says no. like
2: four or five times I, there's a like great super no there's a great beat no that was cheesy man no no like, no no, 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 no
0: you know it does work she goes hello hello and then they cut to no, Michael no, Douglas no, and they cut to him and there's a long pause and you're thinking that she's talking on the other end and then and she walks behind like she's in this open yeah. area and then she walks behind you can see her through a little window and then she goes hello like no dude that's 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 played no, perfectly no
2: no it's not it's not it's not i i disagree because oh, no, that but, that's that's the classic like these things are happening at the same time this is not an extension of time this is a these are concurrent moments and they're cutting to him to to see his reaction and so we as the audience are expected to Feel like, oh no, she's finally calling, and, and the wife is gonna catch something. And then she just sits there saying, like, four or five times, hello. No, hello? but it's not that fast, though.
0: You're making it sound like it's really fast. There are beats in there where it seems like she's possibly hearing somebody on the other end.
2: But that's what I'm saying. Like, nobody sits there and says hello for, like, 20 seconds without hanging up the phone.
0: It's not real life. It's a movie. We stretch yeah, things
2: out yeah. and
1: compress time and film. That's that's I, okay. I get it. I, totally I get mind. it. I'm
2: saying that moment was cheesy. Like, for all the attempts in this movie to build suspense and be like, oh, shit, something happened. That one didn't didn't land, for me at least.
3: It's actually creepy because not only do we have Michael Douglas wondering like what's going on and who is she talking to and why isn't she saying anything, but the fact that we we do know that it is Glenn Close on the other end and Glenn Close is just listening to her like breathe and say hello like that is actually kind of creepy because she hasn't hung up there would be the ringtone. Glenn Close is sitting there listening to her and hearing the dinner party in the background and listening to everything like that's
1: very creepy actually. It's hard for me to picture what. What people thought of, like, Glenn Close as the actress before this movie. I don't know. I just, every time you say Glenn Close's name, like, I I know she's done a, so many other films, but this is the um, one I just fucking think of. And I just always think like, oh yeah, she's crazy, she's crazy,
0: she's a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought when when we watched uh, what was that last movie we did with her? The um, big, big chill. chill, the big chill. That's where I went in with that, and I, I, I liked her so much in that though. That's I was that's interesting. This.
2: See, my first experience with Glenn Close was when I was like. Ten or twelve or something, and saw her in One Hundred Munchausens. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't version. she
0: Cruella?
2: <laughs> yeah, she's Cruella hundred percent. She's fucking yeah.
0: crazy in that too. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, hundred percent.
0: I'm going to get those puppies. <laughs> oh, you need a coat. <laughs> she graduated from called Close <laughs> <to dogs. laughs> yeah, That's right. Hundred small animals. They're dead. <laughs> I, I love that um, that subway scene where she tells him that she's pregnant. This the way that that builds, and how they, they do this like walk thing, and then she has that moment where she's like, "I'm 36 years old. This may be my last chance I ever have to have a child." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh! <shit>. oh that <laughs> hit a little too close to home. <laughs> feel like, I'm feeling feeling a little 37 right now." <laughs> <laughs>
1: it, but no, it, it's all right, Jared. You don't have a ut- you don't have a uterus.
0: <laughs> I don't know. My my biological clock is ticking, bro. Uh, but.
1: Uh, <laughs> We need to put an ad out for you, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish you would.
0: Um, <laughs> no, but I, I like those beats. Like, like, like. I, he's like, he's like, fine. We're gonna take care of it. And They start walking, you know. And, and he's like, he's like, he's like, we'll, we'll, we'll get through this together, you know. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, the abortion. And she's like, whoa, I'm not having an abortion, dude. All those beats in that with all those people around. It's it's like they they did this in like a in like a public place. Well,
2: I I, I think it's interesting in movies like this that those kinds of intimate conversations are held in public places and there's something – I feel like there's something more intimate about it because there's these randos around them. Like the fact that she tells it, him she
0: loves yeah. him. Bumps they bump into somebody. She's like, Well, I yeah. love you. And there's a guy standing right there. Right you know? there. <laughs> no, I think that's
3: part of it though. They don't have a relationship. They don't have a home. They don't have anything. They their intimate moments are in public that's on great. the subway.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That that's actually great. She
2: goes it? down on him on an elevator while there's fucking a person walking she, by on the floor she, above them. Great comedy, beat. she she, she got a that from Linus moment. Morset, bro. She got that from Linus Morset, but you know, she's like, "You ever done stuff on the s-
0: <laughs> the elevator, dude? Man, it's getting hot and steamy on that elevator, and I, I love like was. the red light coming through that window as oh, the elevator's yeah, going down. Like, oh, my god, that it's is so the fucking most excellent. fucking eighties like Adrian line thing. <laughs> ever man, I swear.
1: He can't help himself. He's
0: like, yeah, baby <laughs> oh no man. Oh yeah, there's like flashing red lights coming in through like her oh, windows yeah. and yeah. stuff and like man and all, there's there's all this steam and fucking smoke <laughs> on in all these scenes, you know. He's oh, like I made
1: flash dance motherfuckers
0: yeah, it's very stylized right there, you know, like, yeah, like her, very, her, 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 n- her nipple stylish. has the perfect blue like you know, edge on it. Bro, he fucking <laughs> attacks her <laughs> shit.
2: He goes against that stuff like he's never seen one before and he will never see one again. And he's like,
1: yeah, six Oscars, though. This movie got six Oscar nominations. Nominations, Sexy nominations, Oscars. nominations, not wins. Oh damn! Best picture, best director, best actress, best supporting actress, best adapted screenplay, and of course, best editing. Did not win a single
2: fucking. Oh, win. editing was fucking fantastic.
1: In this.
0: Back when editing meant something. Yeah. Back when
2: it was actually part of the Oscars. aired on the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> aired on the Oscars. It's still part of the Oscars now. They're just not airing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it's not important.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's right. It's a good thing the Oscars itself isn't edited.
0: Uh, what would you guys think
1: of the music? It's very minimalistic. Very. very,
2: very minimalistic. I was just thinking, as you said that, I didn't know it was a whole lot. Like, there's a couple little piano motifs here yeah, and there. Yeah, which are
0: great. It totally sets yeah. tone. Uh, and, yeah. and, but also the absence of, of, of score really helps this film a lot. I love the opening like, 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 like let, let, letting the scenes breathe. Oh, yeah, where it's just silent yeah oh was Are just slowly, gonna say, yeah, yeah the, the
2: those the first like four opening credits like there's literally no there's no music,
0: yeah, it's amazing, and then and that and red sky the sound
2: comes in on that that long panning shot,
0: yeah, it's excellent I, I love that silhouette with the red sky, sexy
1: yeah, it was a nice, that was a nice shot. I didn't even notice the lack of music until the uh when she slid a rest and starts um kissing him. And he realizes the blood, and then you get that one music sting right there. And it's just like, oh, it gets big. It goes, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was like, holy fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like, where the it's hell like, overwhelming. has that music
0: been? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they, when, when the, when the uh, score comes in, it, it's like really prominent, and it's very, you know, it's there for that reason. You know, it's not, they're not just filling holes, they're definitely putting things in where they need to be.
2: I don't know, there was one music sting, it might have been that moment with the with the wrist cutting or it might have been later. I don't remember when it was now. But there was a moment where like something crazy happens and the music stings as it's happening and there's no like edit build up in a movie with so many like insert edit buildups that the music kind of threw me off in that moment. Where it was like, Whoa, what the fuck just happened? Like now there's a music sting, so now I need to feel like something is wrong, but we haven't seen a build up to this moment. I should have noted it, but I just remember the emotion of that happening.
0: Well, that's kind of how the wrist thing is, but it's, it's like a shock. But I think that's in, that's on purpose. It might have been that moment, yeah. Because it, 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 when, the, when the when the sting happens there, it is big.
2: Well, like, as soon as they cut to that moment where she's, like, standing there and you see her hands behind her, I was like, oh, this shit, like, she has a knife in her hand. She's about to stab him yeah, or some bullshit. I thought bullshit. that was
3: when she was going to try and kill him the first time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that was an interesting to like have her go like to his hands to his, her hands to his face and like oh, there's blood great. in her hands. And I was like, oh, she's like, she's oh like your hands, hands are wet. wet. Yeah.
0: Oh, fuck. Dude. It's so great.
2: <laughs> but it is interesting how minimal the music is in this, notwithstanding how much of the um, opera there is. They play that at least twice, if not three times.
0: I saw that opera at the Orpheum, and it had subtitles. And it was some, the first time I'd ever seen subtitles subtitles at a, at a on live, an opera at a live performance. In yeah, interesting. Yep, that's cool. How'd they do that? Uh, on the boxes next to the screen. stage, yeah, they they had like these like white like rectangles, and it was being uh, live subtitled.
2: So you could read what they were singing. So while you could they were read what it. they were singing while they were. That's singing kind it. of brilliant. I wouldn't mind seeing an opera like that. Actually. And, and they
0: also had these like cool scrims that they would put down in front of the scene. And, and like it would look like a painting, and everybody was like still, and then they'd raise the scrim, and everybody'd start moving, and it had this really cool like painting aesthetic to it. Huh? Yeah, that, that yeah, sounds pretty that's cool. cool. Yeah, it was a great show.
1: Uh, oh, uh, before we uh, conclude everything, uh, I, I, I do need to ask: Have any of you guys ever seen um, "Play Misty for Me" from 1971? Mm-hmm.
0: No. <laughs> mm,
1: nope. If if you guys like this, uh if like Fatal Attraction, I highly recommend checking that out. It's got Clint Eastwood and Jessica Walters. And I Ooh. Don't quote me on this, but I think it may be the first movie that Qu- Clint Eastwood ever directed. Really? Yeah. And he starred in. And it, it's he's a radio uh DJ and one of his fans constantly calls in and asks him to play Misty for me. And she has an affair with him, um, I don't think he's married in the movie. I think he has a girlfriend and it's like a one night stand and it, it's very, very similar to this movie.
2: Hmm. Interesting. I would love to
1: see an early Jessica Walters movie. That's cool. She, it's like in her heyday. She is so attractive.
2: Yeah. I'm only familiar with her stuff from like the last like 20, 30 years. Like, or, yeah.
0: What's she been in? Arrested
2: Development. Arrested Development. Archer.
3: You know her. You'd recognize. her. The She's, her. The mo- She's the She's mom? She's
0: yeah. the mom? Yeah. The mom. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I can see her being crazy. In a fun way, right? (laughs) I mean, isn't crazy always fun?
1: Sure. As long as I'm watching it on screen and not experiencing it in real life.
0: Put the bunny down.
1: Put (laughs) the bunny down. Put the bunny back in the box. (laughs) Why were there no mullets in this film? Damn.
0: (laughs) I think there were some mullets in that in that crazy early. like that book party that they went to. They had sushi. Oh my and, god, there were so and many people in that party. And all that. like, dude, there's yeah, dude, <laughs> samurai
2: self help.
0: There were so many people there, and all the outfits. What'd you think dude, about that, uh, Kristen? That What'd party you like made me fucking exa- anxious. Ooh. Did you like the eighties style, Kristen?
3: Well, I was gonna say there's a lot of like really bad stuff about the eighties, but in terms of this movie, I feel like almost everything was pretty classic. And I actually feel like a lot of it could be worn today with some variations. It's it's not like, like, there are a lot sometimes you look at, like, 80s looks and they're just, like, mm. so dated. Yeah. Um, the, I think the only thing that was really dated in this movie was the hair. And really just Glenn Close's hair. Because Close's Ann Archer's hair, hair was great. Well, <laughs> her well, hair,
2: well, well, Ann Archer's hair was great in this when, movie. When, she, when she went
0: to the party and she was like, uh, she was like, "Was oh, my hair okay? You know, like that. She, she teased it all 80s out for that.
3: Yeah, it was not great. But I did enjoy. I mean, I enjoyed all the. I loved. I I loved almost everything else. Actually, I think it worked really well, and it wasn't too over the top. It wasn't like too trendy. I guess. I mean, it was, but it's not. I don't know if that makes sense. It could have been. It could have been more eighties.
0: I love the dinner party where uh, their friends come over and they're congratulating them on you know. Moving away, and their, their oh, whole yeah. little—we we just have to leave you now. Like it's yeah. been a good run. Yeah, it's like you know I <laughs> that mean, was like, a fun you know, little moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say that you guys are going to be over every weekend because you're not. You know, I mean, you know, we got we got to move on and we got to we got to do our <laughs> things. You know, like, <laughs> I love that. It's great. And his best, his his boisterous best friend, who's also trying to cheat on his wife at any fucking cost, and no one's interested. Like, <laughs> hey there. Whoa, <laughs> doesn't matter He's a like, man. She a looked look. at me first. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs>
2: I think that's why we could trust him later when he was trying to tell him finally
0: in the confidence of the, uh, the law library. I love those shots, like, leading up to there. All the tracking shots, and then, then they go behind, like, a, a bookcase, and then it cuts, and, the, and they're, they're back in their little alcove. It just makes All me think of Ghostbusters. Beats. It does make me think of Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. It just made me think of Ghostbusters was the it.
1: entire time.
0: I was like, ah! Well, it's an 80s library, you know? <laughs> it's an 80's law library come three on year, three years later it's a little <laughs> updated
1: I
3: just realized I think the guy that he talks to not his best friend but the other lawyer that he talks to that was the, the judge and My Cousin Benny, right?
0: oh that, yes. that's that's, that's, uh, that's Herman Munster
3: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh shit and the whole that's time I was, was sitting there like going like I know that guy
0: yeah. <laughs> Mr. Trotto he, it, he gets his name like <laughs> thrown in the opening credits, and
3: he's in
1: one fucking scene. Like, I know because
0: he's excellent.
1: Like, maybe four shots in the entire movie. I'm just like, what? He's coming back, right? No, nope. nope. He's just gonna mm-hmm. walk this nope. staircase, <laughs> nope, and stand outside his office, and then he's gone for yeah. the whole movie. Yep. Like, we never see him fuck? again. <laughs> it's like, man, he got like fifth billing, Sixth billing in the movie. Yeah, hey, yeah. it was in his I contract. I mean, there's not that many people. Yeah, in I this was movie. gonna
3: say, there's not. It's not a huge cast.
2: IMDB has the little daughter as the fucking fourth top-billed cast. Really? And she's she done, done, like, four things ever. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. Legitimately eight things. Like, I, w- I was exaggerating, but legitimately she has eight eight actress credits on her
1: IMDB. Well, let's uh, let's move on to ratings. Who is going first? I'll go first. All right. There we go, Kristen. I like the spirit. Yeah,
3: that's me full of spirit. Um. <laughs>
1: Wow, when you said it, say it like you're dead inside. <laughs>
3: I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, everything about it was really wonderful. And actually, when you start to look at all of the subtleties in the movie, whether it's through the acting or through the camera movements or even through the wardrobe like, and the color choices, like there's just so much here. And I feel like if I was more familiar, a lot of the reference material, especially Madame Butterfly, I feel like I wouldn't have enjoyed this even more. I feel like there's so much depth here that I'm also missing. Um, With that being said, this is really wonderful. And I do actually, I mean, as much as I would enjoy seeing Michael Douglas go to jail, um, I mean, I do like, I, I enjoy the slasher ending too. They can do both. I don't know why they can't do both. So um, that's really my only criticism of the movie is that Michael Douglas um, has a happy family at the end. Um, so I guess I'm going to give it a 10 because that was really great.
1: Damn. That was wow. short and very, yeah, very
0: positive. Yeah. Hmm.
3: It's me, short and
0: positive. Wait, short. I mean, You're not that you're not that short. <laughs> I mean, not that short. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's not even four feet tall.
0: Oh man. It's, it's like a hobbit. Have you seen her hairy feet? Yeah. No. <laughs>
1: wow, this got worse really fast.
0: <laughs> it's,
2: it's not that kind of podcast shirt. Alright, I'll go next. Um Yeah, I Kristen referenced a lot of in depth references. I feel like that was part of the thing that maybe kind of turned me off on this movie. Um, It it felt like there were so many things that this movie was trying to reference that I just didn't get. Maybe it's because I didn't see the movie in 1987 when I was, you know, um, (laughs) maybe it's because some of them were a little bit too obfuscated for, you know, 20 something, 30 something years later. Uh, I feel like if you're going to put a lot of references into a movie, you need to make them easily referenced to other people that don't fully understand the references. They tried for some of those scenes and some of it worked. Some of it didn't. That notwithstanding, there's a lot to like about this movie. Um, I really liked all the long lens work in this. There was a lot of like voyeuristic perspectives, um, a lot of good dolly tracking shots. Where we it feels like we're kind of next to this setting where these actors are, are performing all their scenes. Um there's a lot of really good like medium close-ups and really tight close-ups and a lot of good insert close-ups. The editing in the the editing in this was really fucking top-notch. So many moments that are just cross-cut, um, to build tension. Some of them worked, some of them didn't, but most of it was really, really well executed. I think my biggest difficulty with this movie is the ending i it brian loves it i it didn't work for me i was like where the fuck did this come from this whole thing went off the rails glenn close's character is set up to be so manipulative that it just didn't make sense to me that she would like end up in their house trying to like knife murder the wife while she's taking a bath that that was like uh all right well i guess we need like a horror ending to this suspense thriller erotic whatever bullshit this is supposed to be um seeing the alternative quote-unquote original ending i think had they cut that in half um i think would have been a way more interesting ending i do have to agree with brian's assessment it wouldn't have been an emotionally good ending but i think it would have been more true to the characters i didn't make the movie so i can't make those decisions i can only base this off of what they actually did i gotta give this an eight there's a lot of great things to love about it. They they did a really good job um, building suspense, building tension, creating these characters that are doing shit and that none of, nobody should be doing. None of these characters should be doing any of the things that they're doing, but they're all doing it and we're following along for the ride. And they're all total assholes except for the wife, Ann Archer, who is just a fucking saint and she's gorgeous. And I wish she hadn't gotten fucked over as much as she did. She deserves to have the final gun. Say at the end of this movie, I'm glad I watched
1: it. It's an eight. All right, a ten and an eight.
0: Let's see where I fall, Brian.
1: Oh, well, I, I guess you're going next, Jared. What's up?
0: <laughs> oh man, I can't let you go. Uh, you know, next, you got to go last. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Uh, you're welcome, son. Um, <laughs> this movie is like high art. This movie's a film. This movie is like done extremely well the editing the lighting all the amazing camera work all the acting everybody's at the top of their game And even even if it were to go with the original ending, even that's really strong. There are things I enjoyed in that. You know, I didn't really much care for the getting arrested while raking leaves thing. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, (laughs) know, It was
2: very out of character for the rest of the movie. Yeah. I've
0: never seen this family do any of this. And like they're out like burning leaves. And I understand that he, he wanted more smoke or whatever. But
2: um <laughs> <laughs> run an excuse for more smoke.
0: No, no, no. So it's always can do use more haze. But anyways, no man, this is an excellent film. Uh like I I didn't appreciate it the first time that I saw it, but this time like holy shit, man. This is this is like high, high quality filmmaking. This is this is this is top tier stuff. Uh like it just like knowing when to use fast cuts, knowing when to stay on a tight shot, knowing how to build suspense and how to use like cross cutting and, and like all just everything is is like fucking solid, and like the the suspense that I felt at the end of this film like it was just like holy fuck i I, I like how like, like like was so on edge like like I got that visceral feeling the, the feeling that, that, that you know that makes you remember this. Um, yeah, man, this is 100% a 10. This is a, this is an excellent film.
1: Um, yeah, I think I agree with that. I, I think I'm going to have to also go with uh, with a 10. This is our start of talking about erotic thrillers, um, which I don't know if we've ever done one on the podcast before. But Fatal Attraction is it's important, I think, not only in terms of the genre, but in film history because this is the equivalent of like Hall- Halloween is the – Slasher film. It's not the first slasher film. It's the slasher film that everybody copied. Fatal Attraction yeah. is the erotic thriller that everybody copied. You can see the templates for so many different fucking genres here. That's a good point. Yeah, I definitely see that. Uh, and I do think it's a it's a goddamn shame that the Academy did not give this movie fucking best editing. This movie deserved to win. Um, what was it? The Last Emperor. Is the movie that won? It's a great film. Really? Yeah, but uh, it is not cut as well as this movie is. It's just this movie is so strong. The fu- the Academy didn't want to give
2: the uh, the award to the sex movie. That's what <laughs> the sex movie. Well, hey man,
0: and this editor to have to go through so much footage that he went through because apparently they printed everything that was shot.
2: Oh, they shot two or three cameras in every fucking scene, at least. Yeah,
0: they they just rolled so much footage, so many fucking takes. Apparently, like there were so many takes in that bathroom scene. You know, like, and then like, Glenn Close got her ass beat and like her head smashed around. Like you know, he's like choking her down in the Jesus in the in the uh, in the bathtub. There's a, there's a part in that bathtub where he's like choking her and he lets go and she's still writhing like she's being choked. There, there's little moments like that that are that are left in, but like you know you, you wouldn't catch unless you're really like studying it.
1: You know, it's Spielberg's editor, Michael, uh, Michael Kahn did this. Um, Oh, really? Yeah. He he had somebody else. uh, I forget who the co-editor was. I don't think. Oh, it was Peter Berg. Um, Oh, wow. He did it. Yeah, Um, Great. Yeah, Yeah. they should have fucking won. Yeah, they should have won. Amazing. Yeah. Everything that was not uh, the other nominees for editing were uh, broadcast news, RoboCop and uh, Empire of the Sun. All great films. That was also Michael Kahn. Michael Kahn was nominated for two fucking Oscars. In one year Damn. and didn't win Same either year. one. Shit! What are you gonna do? Uh, great movie, classic. Um, love all the reaction shots. Um, just kind of disappointed that. Like, I feel like Glenn Close got so much out of this. Michael Douglas got a huge career bump out of this. I don't feel like Ann Archer ever got like. Just, I was gonna really say the respect she deserves, but I, I feel like she got the respect. She just didn't get the. Like, why is she not a leading actress? Like, w- what happened? Like, she should have been no. in everything. Fucking like, I, I, I don't know. I, most of her stuff I remember from the '80s was like she was just co-starring with all these fucking men, like Gene Hackman and I've,
2: Patriot I, Games is the only one I recognize her from. Yeah, again, like, oh, shit, yeah, she's it. the wife yeah.
0: of
1: Harrison Ford. That's yeah, it. that's what
0: I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's wow. What, yeah, that's what. I about that. But yeah, you're yeah. right. Though. That's wow. what happened to her. Um
1: And she should have been a leading actress. Like, she's so fucking beautiful. She's so fucking good. She's got such great range. Um, It's just kind of a shame. Like, I feel like everybody else got their due except for her.
0: She got relegated to TV. Oh, did she? Like, now? Yeah, yeah, now and uh, all the way. Man, yeah. I know she started in television. TV movies all the way through the 90s, and then now she's in a bunch of series.
1: Give this fucking woman, please, a fucking goddamn leading actress role. But, yeah. 10. great movie, and on a fourteen million dollar budget, made excellent three hundred and twenty million dollars worldwide. Holy shit!
0: Was that fourteen in- including the a million and a half that they gave to reshoot the ending?
1: Yeah, that's the total. I think it was wow. the, really yeah. The budget that was approved was like twelve. Damn. So I mean, obviously they, that doesn't include marketing costs, right? I mean, somebody wanted to
2: pay to see some. Glenn Close tits. That's what happened.
0: They'd already seen her tits. They want to see her go <laughs> fucking insane.
2: They wanted to see Michael Douglas all up on them shits. Hey, Michael
1: Douglas, how much? How much money does it cost to show your ass? <laughs> They were ass on ass on ass in this movie. Do you Holy guys shit. shower
0: with the with the shower curtain open like that?
2: <laughs> like when he's when that he when he's washing does. it wasn't like, even like
0: it wasn't even like
2: quarter open it was like like fully open. Yeah, when
0: when he's like washing the the, the funk off, you know, a, after his weekend of sex, uh, yeah. he's just standing there with the shower curtain open. I'm just like, bro, I know yeah, I noticed cool that, that too.
2: I was like, <laughs> why is the shower? It doesn't even look like it's like kind of close, and we're just peeking. And it looks like. They opened it so they could see
0: everything. What's going on? It's just funny. It's voyeuristic and it's neat. It's like a Zoom. You know? Yeah, yeah. It was a nice little push. It's a, it's a weird little sure. Zoom.
1: Does anybody uh, have anything else?
0: No. I think Kristen's over it.
1: So, with that, you've been listening <laughs> to the Movie Crew podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew, crew spelled C R E W E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at MovieCrewPod. Jared, where can the audience find you?
0: You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate and on Twitter at Jared B. Callen.
1: Mike, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram and Twitter
2: at Grigzy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen,
1: where can they find you?
3: And find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a
1: K I. You guys can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits, and we're going to close out the show tonight with uh, we're we're, we're going to do the uh, the first track from the Fatal Attraction soundtrack uh, titled Fatal Attraction. This is from composer Maurice Jarre, the composer of Lawrence of Arabia. Brilliant, brilliant composer. Enjoy.